Hi everybody this is Madhav here from Remote Marketing um in today's episode uh, we're going to talk about affiliate marketing um we've done that before uh, but there was more from you know how a particular company does that uh, today we're going to get to the more foundational basics when does it make sense best practices what pitfalls to avoid and kind of like how to build a version 1 And I'm talking today to senior affiliate marketer Wesley Witten. Um Wesley is an affiliate manager currently at Liquid Web, um you know formerly at Bluehost and has worked with multiple affiliate partners to kind of ensure they can get the maximum value out of their affiliate partnerships. The funny story is that Wesley and I kind of met earlier this year thanks to a mutual friend and my former colleague Ryan Robinson. um Wesley was Ryan's contact you know at a company he used to work with um and Ryan's blog kind of gets over half a million visitors um and so he was kind of like an affiliate of that company but wasn't able to generate a sizable affiliate revenue from that and that's when Wesley kind of came into the picture he worked with Ryan to improve how he marketed that particular service and then today Ryan generates about $40,000 every month from that particular affiliate uh, partner um so i had to had to get him on the show and kind of just you know uncover all of these amazing insights about affiliates so wesley thanks for coming on the show how's it going hey uh it's going pretty good thanks for having me on how are you yeah i'm good um super super excited to have you right now and kind of let's let's just dive in i'm like super interested to know your answers right so let's let's kind of get to the first thing right like let's say a business um you know they get to know that there is such a thing as an affiliate program and they could just try it out right um what determines kind of when to start an affiliate program when does it make sense for a business to even consider that an affiliate program is something that they should try well um i think first the the product has to be solid has to be established um all the all the kinks glitches should for the most part be um be resolved and everything should be running smoothly. Um secondly, um it comes to being involved with your customers, um knowing what people think about your product, your company. You know, if people are saying, "Oh yeah, I recommend you all the time to my friends." That's a good sign. Um and for experienced marketers one thing you could do is look at your backlinks and see who is linking to you organically those are perfect opportunities to um create affiliate relationships they're already linking to you um so those are very good signs that it it might be time and maybe if you um get emails from people saying hey do you offer an affiliate program those are all good signs that maybe it's uh, something worth investing in got it um do you think any does it make sense let's say um like let's say the lifetime value of a particular software product is uh, the ltv is let's say $50 and if it's $500 if it's $5000 um does an affiliate program make sense for all three segments or particularly particular segment yes um i would say the the lower price products 
might see the most volume uh, versus the, the higher price products. Higher price products, um, they might be more interested in working with agencies, um, consultants who work very hands-on with their clients and, and would re refer them to use your services. Um, so it, it depends. There's, there's a lot of gray area when it comes to, to affiliate marketing, a lot of moving pieces, and it depends a lot on your business model. Um, so it, it can work for, for all products, all services, um, and then depending on who your target market is. But as a general answer, the answer is yes. Okay. All right. So, um, like, let's say once, once they've kind of um, decided that they want to kind of give it uh, a try an affiliate program, how should a business decide, uh, you know, what kind of commissions they want to give out? Like, what, what kind of commission structures are even there? Like, in SaaS, I've particularly seen, you know, it's like a percentage of the monthly amount that they get, you know, for the lifetime of when the customer stays or for like a year or something like that. Um, what kind of commission structures have you seen and which ones do you think are the most successful? And like, how does a business even decide what commission structure to follow? Yeah, that's the biggest question that I get from companies is what to, where to even start with that. And it comes down to the business model. You know, if, if you offer a subscription-based um, product, it might make sense to offer recurring revenue for as long as the customer's uh, active. Or if you um, offer a product that's a one-time purchase, maybe a one-time commission upfront uh, makes the most sense. Um, and yeah, there's a lot of things to consider, like the lifetime value, the average order value. Um, you might even look at what your competitors' affiliate programs offer. Um, a lot of companies that I'm aware of offer a large commission upfront, and then they are kind of uh, expecting to keep that customer long-term and recuperate the revenue that way, uh, which I've seen that work very well. Some companies offer just a small percentage of the sale. So it's, uh, it's, it's a lot of analysis on, on what, you know, what you feel comfortable with. So, for that reason, I think it's good to have a dedicated affiliate manager um, for your program. Um, and you know, some people or some companies, uh, you know, the CEO, the, the owner just manages it. So mm -hmm. it, it really depends on how, how much you're willing to invest in the affiliate program. Right. Do, have you ever noticed that, um, let's say affiliates, um, if given an option, what is the one kind of commission structure that they absolutely love? I've seen it both ways. Um, the structures I'm most familiar with are the recurring revenue and then the upfront payment. Um, from my experience, if you look at the dollar amount, you know, let's say you, you offer a recurring revenue for 12 months for that customer, a competing affiliate program could offer the same dollar amount, but all of that upfront in one commission payment. So it's, uh, it depends. I would look at, at the bottom line. What is the total that an affiliate is earning for that particular sale? 
whether it's spread out over X amount of months or just a one-time commission. Right. Um, that's that's what I see it as. Uh, if I was an affiliate, I would probably lean towards the uh, upfront payment. Uh, yeah, it, it does make sense. But I think businesses kind of, a lot of businesses hesitate on that uh, as well because, you know, what if a customer kind of comes in stays there for two months, then leaves. It's kind of like a loss making uh, partnership. But yeah, I guess, yeah, I completely agree. It and, makes from, sense. and from the tracking, it's probably easier to track a one, like a one-time commission payment versus um, tracking the sale and then tracking also how long the customer is active. Um, that's a little bit more work. I mean, there's lots of platforms and networks out there that can help with that um but from my experience the simple the simplest that the tracking can be the, the better got it okay yeah that is an interesting insight so so do you think like let's say um let's say for example there's a software company uh and they start getting they're kind of early stage they start getting emails that hey i want to be an affiliate partner like probably one email a week um and they want to just start out like a beta affiliate program um, just with like five customers without any software or anything. So when you're kind of creating such an early version of an affiliate program, you're saying that it makes more sense, even in terms of attribution and everything, to just kind of have like, you know, here's a here's a total amount, and like instead of like a recurring commission structure. Yes. You know, when I was kind of talking with uh, you know another affiliate manager, they kind of overemphasized the importance of um, you know, when you're kind of building an affiliate program, you better have a good structured terms and conditions, right? So why do you think it's important? And like, what would you suggest? Like, uh, like what would be your top tips to kind of structure an affiliate terms and conditions? Yes, um, that's very important. Obviously, there's, there's legal reasons and would want to try to prevent any legal issues in the future. But it's essentially to make the partnership um, as mutually beneficial as possible. Um, so like the terms and conditions that um, I think are most important are, um, you know, defining what, what the sale is, what qualifies for a commission payment, um, the cookie window. Um, if, if the customer clicks on, on the tracking link, what is the duration of that cookie that if the sales made the customer, the affiliate would make the commission. Um, PPC bidding is big uh, as far as what affiliates are allowed to, um, what keywords affiliates are allowed to bid on. Um, so for example, domain names are usually off limits. Um, it's also important to remind affiliates to include FTC disclosures. Um, mm -hmm. there's, there's a lot, uh, so yeah, it's, a, it's, it's very important and, and one of those things that should be in place probably okay. before launching an affiliate program. Well, why do you say that domains are kind of like usually not a lot? What do you mean by that? So if I'm an affiliate and I want to promote your product, I can set up a PPC campaign targeting your domain name and mm -hmm. that can take um, that traffic, which will most likely already be searching for your product 
and mm-hmm. most likely purchase your product and earn a commission for that. So essentially, you the company is paying a commission for customers that they would most likely, um, you know, still have as customers. Mm-hmm. And at least from my opinion, an affiliate program is to expand your your company's reach, the exposure that they that they get. And that's where the affiliates um, come in. That's kind of the job of the affiliate is to introduce your your, your product to other audiences. Right. Um, <clears throat> that's that's kind of the reasoning behind it. Got it. So, like, if let's say an affiliate, you know, versus sending them um, directly to the software vendors website, they could probably just create like a their own review and then kind of send it from the like send traffic from there, like advertise their own website. That's okay. Right. Yes. That's, right. that's totally fine. Okay. All right. Yeah. Just wanted to kind of <clears throat> clarify that. Okay. So, all right. And then usually um, these, um, when you're, let's say, you know, you, you mentioned that it's a lot easier to kind of track um, you know, kind of give like an upfront payment versus kind of giving them recurring parent uh, commissions and then kind of, you know, ensuring that, uh, you know, just keep checking that that customer is still there with you. Um, you also mentioned that right now uh, you have to kind of mention in your terms and conditions that the cookie window needs to be defined, right? So a cookie window probably um, you can only define if you've got like a affiliate software, uh, correct? I'm sorry, can you repeat that? I was just saying that in the terms and conditions, um, like you mentioned that you've got to, you've got to mention for the affiliates that this would be the cookie window, like 30 days or 90 days uh, when a person kind of clicks to the website and kind of has that 30 to 90 days to kind of convert to a customer. That's when an affiliate will get that commission, right? So yes. kind of track that cookie, right? Um, do a lot of companies just use an affiliate software? Yes. Um, there's there's lots of options. Um, if it's a big company, um, they can usually afford to hire developers to kind of build it for them, and, and it's all in house for that company. There's a lot of affiliate networks. Um, you know, Share Sales is a popular one um, that kind of manage that for you, where you just install uh, a simple in your in your website code and and the trackings is there like turning a key um, there's even a WordPress plugin um, affiliate WP um, mm-hmm. that you can use if it's you know kind of a, a small operation and it can be managed right from the WordPress dashboard so there's lots of options and it um, you know it requires just shopping around seeing what what fits your needs the most how big your affiliate program is. Um, so, right. yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a lot of moving pieces in the cookie of course. Um, mm-hmm. networks are, would, would help with that. Right. You know, the one thing I've noticed that like, it's, you know, it's, it's a little surprising that a lot of these affiliate softwares are at least some, some of the ones that I looked back probably two or three years back, they were like, super expensive. Like there was this one software I came across. Uh, it used to be called Grosumo. 
um but i think now it's called something else and they used to like char- like that charging like the pricing was something like $500 per month plus some commission of you know whatever the affiliate thing is is that common for affiliate like are affiliate softwares usually quite pricey or uh, was that just an exception um yes there's affiliate softwares that range from top of the spectrum to the bottom of the spectrum um and there's different pricing structures for each for you know platform some will take a percentage of the commissions that you pay out some are just a monthly fee um it just kind of depends and they all have different you know plans and, and pricing for those plans so there is a little bit of shopping that goes into it to, to see what features and pricing fit your fit your business best and kind of mm-hmm. affiliate program you're looking to to have um but yeah there's there's very inexpensive and easy to use softwares and then there's the very you know higher end more expensive robust platforms um so yeah there's there's options for all types of affiliate programs of all sizes got it okay <clears throat> and so um i know you mentioned a wordpress plugin and everything is there any particular other affiliate software or tool that you would kind of recommend to like for someone just to kind of get started super simple set it up you know share the link with their the affiliates is there any one or two tools that you recommend for that um tapfiliate is mm-hmm. uh, pretty easy to use from what i've seen um it's simple um you know install code on your website the tracking is there um i believe it's it's not too expensive maybe 100 to a couple hundred dollars um for the software um that one's pretty easy to use affiliates will have their own affiliate portal um then share sale um is another popular one just because it's it's just so popular there's a lot of affiliates a lot of merchants um on that network um yeah those are the two I'd probably got it okay out. okay so okay so now i i wanted to understand like let's say um you know there's often a lot of companies say like the people the companies that actually have an affiliate program right now that 80% of their revenue comes from the top 20% affiliates right um that's probably because i don't know maybe it's the size of the affiliate uh, maybe it's their list size or whatever that is so if someone wanted to kind of build on top of that top 20% like if someone wants to recruit like really good affiliates how would they how can they do that it's all about It's all about relationships. Um, you know, you have uh, you mentioned in a podcast, one of your podcasts before about warm emails, and that's that's exactly you know what it is. It's it's not emailing someone that's never heard of you. It's working with um, you know people that have obviously an audience. They have potential to refer customers to you, but building relationships with those people. Um, attending conferences um with you know in your space and and meeting those people you know and be, just being friends you know obviously you're there for business and um that's that's the best way and then you know later you can follow up and and get the business side going um but it's from my experience approaching things as hey I need you to send me customers I'll pay you money is um uh, is not very effective it's 
you know, business is all about relationships and affiliate marketing is no exception. Um, yeah. And if you want the best results out of your affiliate program, that's what I found to be the best approach is yeah. in those relationships. I agree, man. Like um, I've, I've actually, I've been that person who's done that, you know, I sent an email like this, uh, you know, fairly good affiliate. I'm like, Hey, you know what? We've got this, uh, you know, if you could like, we'd be happy to have you as an affiliate, you know, you'd get 20% commissions. This is what generally affiliates get. I, I never got a reply from them, no matter how much I followed up with them. So just, yeah, I, I guess cold emails just never work um, with affiliates. Um, they could be working as exceptions for other people. But um, if let's say, for example, you had to recruit Pat Flynn, you know, um, as an affiliate for your software, how would you go ahead with it? Well, it's, it's all about that relationship. Um, you know, something that affiliates are, are very mindful of is, is what, what they're promoting to their audience. Um, it has to be valuable to their audience, has to help them with the, with the problem, help them um, in some sort of way. And so if I'm approaching anybody about an affiliate program, um, that's something that I would have to be able to explain to them and explore with them is, you know, does this make, make sense? Um, you know, can, can this company be a resource to their audience? And um, if it's, you know, a mutual benefit, then, then that's where uh, partnership can kind of kick off. So that's what it comes down to, whether you're approaching, you know, a big influencer like Kaplan or, you know, just a, maybe a smaller uh, blogger. It's, it's kind of the same. Right. <clears throat> okay, cool. So um, now let me also ask like, you know, with affiliates, obviously you, know, you get, they kind of share a link out and you, um, you know, you get some customers. There's also like a brand awareness component of it. You, you know, I see a lot of these affiliates who, you know, would create these YouTube reviews or they kind of write these, blog posts, which would be, you know, kind of ranking a lot for like super key, um, you know, keywords, like let's say for example, drip emails. Uh, and you might, you know, you might have a lot of affiliates kind of, uh, with their articles for those search terms and recommending their tools. So, um, have you kind of seen in the past, any strategy to kind of build on top of that, you know, let's say you've got a product and you want, you want to kind of dominate a particular search term, which is very essential for your business. So that not only can you get customers from your own website, but you can also kind of get it from other affiliate partners for that thing. Have you seen something like that? Yes. Um, it's not something that happens overnight. Uh, like you said, kind of a side effect of affiliate marketing is the brand awareness. Um, and it happens over time. You know, the, these search terms that would be very, uh, popular for for your business um, you know like drip emails would send a lot of traffic to email marketing platforms um, so just being able to have that brand of awareness and it kind of spreads over time um, mm -hmm. it just kind of happens you know it's uh, it's it's a goal for sure that uh, you know businesses should have to dominate those specific terms um, search results. Um, and 
it just kind of comes down to those results and each individual website um, and what the relationship is with them. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's something to work for, but it, it takes time. Okay. Um, just building that relationship. Okay. So um, let me ask you something, right? Like uh, you being, you know, being, you know, a senior affiliate marketer and an affiliate manager and running affiliate programs sometimes for other companies. Um, what, how are you kind of judged on, you know, based on the, if the affiliate program is being successful or not? My question here is basically like, if a business, let's say they started out an affiliate program, how do they uh, know if it's working, if it's not working, if, it, if it's something that should, they should keep doing or they should drop or abandon? Yeah, I would say it's maybe something worth reviewing once a year um, or even every six months. Um, it's, it is a kind of a long-term strategy. Um, I think it's not very realistic to expect to start an affiliate program and then the just tons of sales come in and, and the revenue just goes up from there. Um, it, it takes time, a lot of work and, you know, you have to build relationships with, with affiliates and if they're, you know, creating articles about your, your products, that takes time. They're growing their, you know, websites as well. And so there's, there's a lot of things that, um, you have to take into account. Um, but yeah, the, the overall goal of the affiliate program should be to introduce, um, your business, your, your products to new audiences. And I think if, if uh, there's, there's growth year over year, um, then that's a good sign and it's worth, you know, um, continuing to pursue. And then after five, 10 years, then the affiliate program would be, um, you know, pretty good asset to that business. Mm -hmm. Got it. Um, let's, what do you think are like, let's talk about the specific success metrics. I'm talking KPIs or something um, that a business would, you know, kind of look at, let's say they were tracking. What, what would be exact numbers that they should be looking at test if, if a program makes sense? Um, to start off with, um, you should look at how many affiliates are joining your program, whether they're joining uh, just organically, or if you're recruiting the affiliates, how many are they and who are they? Um, and then I would look at the click traffic um, to see how much, just how much volume they're sending you. And then from there you build, you build up um, towards what the conversion rate is for those affiliates for the affiliate program overall. And how many sales, how much revenue every month, every year. Um, and that's the, the overall goal is, is the revenue, I guess. Okay. Uh, it kind of all builds on each other from recruiting affiliates to them sending you traffic to their conversion rate. Um, it's kind of a step at a time. Yeah. Where is interesting. Those are the most important. Yeah. Yeah. And also it's in, like, this is a interesting take what you said that, you know, even knowing like the, what's the, what's the distribution of how many affiliates kind of came in organically through your affiliate page, which ones you recruited, you know, and which ones kind of got referred or whatever. It's always a good 
thing to kind of know, um, you know, like a percentage or distribution of that. So let me ask you this next, right? Like, let's say an affiliate program didn't make sense for business. It's working, it's getting some customers. How do you kind of scale up an affiliate program, right? Like, let's say you've got the basics covered, terms and conditions in place, an affiliate software in place, a stable product um, that has a good product market fit, um, you know, and you've got an affiliate page, you've got an affiliate manager, all of that is set up. The basics are there. How do you kind of, you know, um, get more value out of your affiliates? And let's say if you've got like a base of, I don't know, like a hundred affiliate partners who have signed up for your affiliate program. How do you kind of, you know, make them more successful and like, you know, generate more revenue out of those affiliates? Yeah, the, the idea here is that if the affiliates are winning, then your, your brand is winning. So let's say we have a hundred affiliates in an affiliate program and we're trying to make it more successful. Um, I would go to those affiliates and, um, you know, see see what the relationship is like with those affiliates, what they how they feel about, you know, the the product, the affiliate program overall, um, and then offer to to help. Um, this is where outside the box thinking is is very important. Um, see what maybe if they're open to any collaborations that might be a little bit outside of you know just strictly affiliate marketing, like, uh, you know, giveaways or a guest post, things like that, that would help them as well. Um, you know, if their website is getting more traffic, more exposure, then just naturally, then more traffic will come to your affiliate links. And obviously there's exceptions, but um, I guess the main point is just thinking outside the box and helping your affiliates in any way you can. Um, mm-hmm is probably the place to start. Got it. Okay. Have you ever uh, noticed like when someone is, let's say, trying to really promote their affiliate program, um, have you ever seen any companies kind of use ads to kind of promote their um, program, um, you know, kind of like use Google ads or Facebook ads or something like that? Uh, And what are some other ways you've seen companies actively promote their, uh, you know, their affiliate program? to uh you know outside of their affiliates like to just get new affiliates yeah um i have i've actually uh was on instagram a few days ago and saw an instagram ad for a um an affiliate program for a analytics company um so yeah it's it does happen it's i'm not sure what the conversion rate is for you know paid ads to affiliate programs um, there's also no way to kind of manage what kind of quality affiliates you get through, you know, those ads. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's one option if you want to kind of cast a wide net. Um, I've also seen affiliate programs that have specific tracking for referring new affiliates. Share sale is, uh, is one that does that where you can, be a share a sale affiliate and bring in new affiliates to share a sale. Um, and but the best way to do that is just kind of, um, you know, the, the exposure um, brand. I think affiliates talk, they know each other, their friends, they, 
meet up at conferences um, and just you know having a good reputation overall as, a, as an affiliate program I think is the best best recipe okay yeah that makes sense um, and also I think it it also I think it you should kind of go for like quality affiliates over kind of like a massive quantity like 800 affiliates versus 40 like super high quality influencer affiliates is always um exactly yeah okay interesting yeah and it's not to say that it's not to say that you know those smaller affiliates don't bring value they might bring a sale or two every now and then which you know is, uh, is good but yeah if you have to you know kind of prioritize your time and efforts um definitely focusing on quality is, is the best way okay okay makes sense all right so um you know before we kind of end this um i wanted to ask you a very interesting question right so right now at liquid web um you mentioned that uh you're you're remote um you know you've got a, a remote affiliate team and back in the past when you worked with other companies you were kind of you know in an office uh working on an affiliate program right so um let me ask you something like do you think if you were running an if you were running an affiliate program let's say in an in person team and now that you're working on an affiliate program remote what do you see uh, you know which is better in terms of uh, collaboration and in terms of you know getting things done is it the same you know is remote and in person the same is it uh, is it more difficult is it easier what are your thoughts there um, I think it's based on on the experience of the people on your team. Um, having had both kind of work settings, um, I think it's good to be, you know, in in an office if if there's people on the team that need a lot of training. Maybe they, you know, they're not much familiar with affiliate marketing, and they're you've just hired them. That might be a good setting. Um, the remote is obviously more convenient um, if you know the people on your team are experienced they they know what they're doing they know what you know how to get their work done um, obviously it's not super necessary to be in office um, and you know you can have conference calls on online and everything if you need to collaborate with other teams um, I'd say it depends on the needs of, of your team um, mm-hmm yeah completely makes sense yeah um <clears throat> it is but yeah i think remote definitely um yeah i think it's really just all about like when you get a lot of the, the kind of team members you bring in like they need to kind of have that extreme ownership uh, mentality you need to be like super uh, proactive and all of that and like when you said someone who's kind of already done the affiliate stuff for probably might have a more uh, likelihood of those traits um all right so the second thing what i also wanted to ask you was the next one year what does it look like for you for personally for me yeah personally and professionally yeah um well i mean i'm uh, personally you know i'm a i'm a father so i just uh will you know continue to enjoy life and spend time with my son and my family uh my wife um professionally you know i'm i'm enjoying liquid web um so i see myself here for the next year uh, possibly more so um that's 
really good. Nothing, nothing too crazy. Um, <laughs> I might be moving to another state, so we'll see. Nice. What state are you thinking? We would move to Utah. That's where we have a lot of family, and ah, okay. uh, so we'll see. Nice. When you have a when you have a kid, it, it kind of changes things. Um, yeah. You know, when you're kind of recently married or you know just single, you can be wherever you want, travel, and and all that. Um, but then having a, a child makes you want to be close family and have those relationships close by. Yeah, I hundred percent agree. Uh, That's awesome. Um, if any listener or subscriber wants to get in touch with you or follow your updates, how can they do that? Um, yeah, I have a website. It's wesleywetton.com. Um, it's mostly about you know consulting. If you want me to work with you on your affiliate program, I also have just a couple of blog posts there with tips that sometimes I you know write about. So. Uh, yeah, that way. I'm also on Twitter, so you can find me there. Awesome. Okay. Thanks a lot, Wesley. It was great having you. Thanks for sharing all of your insights.